Hello and welcome to Desi Sportscast and thank you so much for downloading our podcast. Really appreciate the support and the feedback. Um, today um, we are going to be talking about the Indian Women's uh, Football League that's been happening in uh, Bangalore, Bengaluru, whichever one you want to say and use. And we are very privileged to have with us um, a football uh, journalist, Indian women's football journalist, Abhireshma, with us to talk about what's been happening in the league. Welcome to the show, Abhireshma. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. Good, good. And um, obviously, being a journalist is a 24-7, as I'm finding out, for um, you guys back home covering all the sports. But you've been yeah. um, looking at the um, and covering the Indian Women's League. Now, I, I, I'll have to be honest here. And uh, I was trying to mm. get as much information as I can. Uh, but it's a struggle. Um, what's been the coverage like back home? Um, minimal, to say the least. Um, usually, you would just find uh, match reports everywhere. You will find match reports for sure of all the games. But nothing much apart from that. Maybe you'll find a couple or like two or three more stories otherwise around the league, say with teams and players involved. But other than that, you won't really find much uh, because it's the, the industry as a whole. It's since it's become difficult for people to travel to places and be there for the event. It's all been a little lazy work. That's... People don't really invest time into it. And women's football, I mean, people even more don't want to invest their time into it. As I'm finding out, because um, as you know, we did a podcast a couple of weeks ago on Indian women's football. It's mm. a big year in many ways uh, with the um, Under-17 World Cup. So, And uh, we covered the, part, uh, the league last year. And that was um, mm. pretty disheartening, some of the stories that came out. So was our pod a mm. couple of weeks ago. But I thought once the league had started and the matches had started happening, uh, the interest would grow. But um, it doesn't seem to be the case. But we want to change that in our little own way here on the podcast, on Desi Sportscast. Um, the league Thank stage <laughs> is over. So how, how have you yeah. uh, viewed the league stage? Um, it's honestly on the expected lines. I mean, in the teams that were expected to dominate, dominated. And some really disappointing performances from a lot of teams. Um, I did feel like the last year's uh, standard was perhaps a tad bit better than this year. All right. On the whole. Okay. Yeah. On the whole, because overall, I felt that teams were a bit more competitive last year than a few teams that came this year. For example, Bidesh came from Goa, Bidesh 11 SC. Mm. And uh, they just, they absolutely failed to do anything uh, in the league. Um, And that was honestly really disappointing. I mean, they did pretty well uh, in the Goa Women's League. Uh, They were first timers like that it's like the first time they've put up this team and uh, they did pretty well in the goa women's league with the defense especially and then ansiva being their top scorer but in the iwl against like you know teams like gokulam and kenkre 
and even te- even newbies like say Odisha Police, like because they were participating in the IWL for the first time, and Odisha Police or Sri Bhumi for that matter, who were also participating for the first time in the IWL, they just couldn't hold their own. I mean, there was no style of play out there. They they were just kicking the ball around, so which was pretty disappointing. So yeah, even BBK in that matter, and uh, there was a team BBK TAV FC in Group A, and even they—I mean, they are university team, and they should have shown. I would have at least ex- expected them to show a bit more cohesion when it came to their play because they play together and they just won the inter-university games as well. All right, but it was just not the case. So overall, I would say it was. the standard was lower than last year i mean last year you had a bit more competitiveness in terms of teams making it to the semi final but this time it was like gokulam and uh, setu and krifsa especially ran away with it they were expected to do that but they absolutely ran away with it and kengri were the only ones who were stuck till the end maybe but even they like qualified by 12 points compared to Odisha police who had 7 points on third so even they pretty much cruised through so yeah uh, you mentioned a couple of teams that qualified and uh, they did have a qualification system how do you think that um, has that sh- highlighted the fact that it's a big jump for a team like Bidesh or BBK hmm. uh, going from their states to uh, the national level it the, it is for sure also uh, the fact that the state that you india does not really have a set calendar for women's football what the, the events that are going to happen all year there's not a set calendar so that makes it difficult for teams to actually uh, you know settle down as well have a proper system out there to play all all year mm. you no know, because there's no real system Mm. So and the leagues the leagues are happening with just like four teams so it's you can't even call it a league you call it a tournament honestly mm. because you have like four teams and they play on a you know d- double round robin format so don't get too many games so if even if you pass through that and you come to the to the final final round of the IWL and with teams that have uh say more money they they come up with they get national team players and obviously their level is better than the rest so it just the the difference between say the top four teams and the rest is it's huge. huge yeah yeah um you mentioned the fact that you know in the state they have uh, four teams or five teams and y- 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 you hmm. shouldn't call it a league i mean i've got my own views that we shouldn't be calling this a league either it should be a tournament especially when you Absolutely. consider um how india uh, women's football in other parts of asia let alone europe are conducted hmm. uh, you hmm. you pay 10 12 teams in a league so you have a proper season so we've got a long way hmm. before we can get there so um but you mentioned you know the standard between the top four that have qualified for the semi finals is um hmm. huge in terms of the other teams but um yeah. amongst that semi final four um you've got hmm. a south india derby between um gokulam and setu then you've got kripsa versus yeah. kenkrey Um how many international are they pretty much all internationals that play for these four teams or have you got Kankri, local no. right Kankri, no. um Krifsa, a few definitely Gokulam pretty much 
like if the if you have a starting 11 that like national team like across like because obviously there's sabitra bandari as well and who you would call her a national team player as well because she plays for the national team of nepal so gokulam pretty much if you have the starting 11 that be like eight eight national team players at least and uh, pretty much the same with setu though setu had far more national team players last year than they have this year uh but they're still like a solid team sandhya especially has been really good for them so yeah um i mean you mentioned uh you know some of the players and um the teams they play for and also the mm-hmm. fact that you know the states don't have a proper league season so how are these players are they just picked by these teams and paid to play this tournament the uh, hero league or are they actually contracted for longer time with these teams no no longer contracts um it is literally just for the iwl i mean um, there are players like especially manipur has a pretty decent system so you have players contracted to either the government departments or say krifsa because krifsa is a club so they practice over there so either it's krifsa or manipur would have manipur police and you know departmental teams mm. so they at least contracted there and then if they play for some other team during the iwl then they obviously you know sign a, a particular contract only for the iwl and go and so on uh but apart from that uh there's no real system uh, players are not contracted for long it's literally just for the iwl and then yeah that's about it they play uh, for the state teams during the nationals um and you know when the whenever the state league happens yeah for yeah. a month or so then for the respective teams that they're picked for during the state league so yeah, yeah. pretty much just that no longer contracts it's it's um, the barriers every time i speak about indian women's football the barriers are just getting more and more and this fact that you know they don't have these long contracts obviously is a barrier because hmm. um they don't have uh, the support the financial support especially or um you know so yeah. they can concentrate on this game um you mentioned mm. um some of the players but the one that is standing out from what i've read so far because obviously there's been no coverage outside um is mm. been um the young lady from uh, nepal uh, sabrita bandari yeah. uh, what can so, you tell us yeah. about her because she's been scoring for fun she has been i mean i think she she was it, she did pretty much the same thing uh, last year as well like even though bala outscored her but uh, she was as good last year as well and she is pretty much the same she's a poacher to be really honest i mean she just knows how to be at the right place at the right time and find the back of the net i mean she's just really smart and uh, she's obviously played in a good team as well last year for setu and this year for gokulam i mean she's played in a team where she has um, intelligent players around her as well mm. so she's been able to cash on that as well i mean for example if she would play for you know a team that's not as good as these top 4 then probably she'd uh, struggle like right. uh, i would say kamla did uh, the last iwl when she played for fc kolhapur city um but i mean individually sabitra is excellent uh, like i said she's a she's a poacher she just knows where to be at the given time 
And um, she's got a good partner in uh, the, the I think the person you j- uh, just named Kamla Devi uh, as a strike partnership. Yeah. So mm. um, when you watch the um, the top four teams, um, can mm. you compare them in any way to um, any standard? In the sense that you know how good are they in um, terms of if you're even looking mm. at the Asian level in terms of these teams. Is that hard to answer? Honestly, it's difficult to compare because it's 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 really hard to answer because it's just like we we spoke about it. The Indian Women's League is the league is really short, so you're seeing them almost every other day mm. in a very short period of time. So there's See. no real sustenance of it. I mean, to sustain a level of performance for ten days. Mm. is much easier than yeah. you know for a longer period of time True. so it's honestly very difficult to answer that i mean i don't think you'd be able to compare i mean the comparisons would come out much better if the women's if the league expands to much at least two months at least once now you know has has uh, you you've said you know there's just too short a space of time to judge uh, mm. teams and players but has there been any new player that's come out of this league so far that you think, you know, we've not heard of her before, you know, at a national level and uh, could be a potential star for India? Star? Not really sure. But I think uh, you had uh, Shribhumi FC's goalkeeper, Rumpa Malik. I think she was pretty good. Um, because uh, her performance, especially against Gokulam and... Uh, like Shribhumi and Gokulam's first IWL final round game was excellent. Um, Shribhumi stopping Gokulam at just one goal mm. was a fabulous performance That because they literally went on to score like some 26 goals uh, in, the next, in the next four matches. Yeah. So that performance by Rumpa Malik was excellent, I felt. Um also, Soumya, uh, Soumya Gugulot for Kenkre. I think she's been really good. Um, she's pretty much on her own taken Kenkre to the semi-finals because she scored seven goals for them and she's been very good. So, yeah, her as well. And I think even uh, Javavani Soren, uh, Odisha Police, of course, Odisha Police didn't go through to the semi-finals, but I think Javavani was excellent. Right. Um, so there's a couple of names we need to obviously um, mm. highlight and uh, keep a track of and see how they progress because that's the big question, isn't it? That they take advantage, Absolutely. even though there's not many opportunities. But this is one mm. at the national level. Um, so without doubt, we've got the four top teams in the semi-finals, and um, in terms of Group C versus Kenkre and Gokulam versus Setul in the South Indian derby, mm. how do you see those semi-finals panning out? Uh, Krifsa versus Kankre, I mean, the expected result would be Krifsa going through, pretty much. Um, because Krifsa are li- yet to concede a single goal in, and they've played five matches. Uh, so their defense line is pretty tight, and then they have Ratanbala up front, Grace, Dangme Grace. Uh, and I think they are a very solid team with excellent cohesion among the players. So, yeah, I think for the first semi-final, it's like the absolute expected result would be for Krivsa to go through. Gokulam versus 
Setu, it can be tricky, but um, Kokulam um, the would be the favorites for sure. Beating their defending uh, champions. Yeah, because um, Setu's lineup last year was a lot more heavy than what they have this year, and uh, Gokulam have been scoring goals for fun for real. And so. Yeah. yeah. The the other thing, I mean, I've I've um, read quite a bit about Gokulam and uh, Setu and the investment they put in. So it's good to see, that, mm. you know, it's being re- um, showcased here nationally that if you do put in the time and effort behind uh, women's football, you will get the results. Uh, but it is yeah. a lot of event- investment without any returns. What sets these four mm. teams out where they are willing to do that? Is it the owners? Is it the... Um, the coaches who are, or the the people that run the clubs, what is it that makes them, you know, so passionate about Indian women's football and putting this investment in? I think it's a mixture of all the factors you mentioned. Um, Krifsa would be, I mean, I would say Krifsa for them, Manipur has a pretty, has a system in place. Hmm. Decent, not like awesome but decent system good mm. system perhaps the best in india so uh for them existing is a little easier okay um yeah um gokulam i mean purely like they have an excellent coach in priya uh and uh, i mean the fact that they out of all the I League and ISL teams, they're the only ones who have a team. Have women's a football team. team, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty much down to the owners just wanting to do it uh, because I don't see any other way that the club would get into this. Setu, I mean, the owner, Mohaidin Sini, I mean, um, he is pretty much everything. Uh, for Setu, uh, he's also uh, he also has a women's football committee in the Tamil Nadu mm-hmm. Association Football Association. So he basically wants to do it for women's football, and he does it for women's football. Yeah, I've so he- it's pretty much the passion of the owners. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've um, heard quite a bit about him and um, the uh, time and effort he goes to. Um, it's and the way he's uh, changing um, women's football in his state. Uh, I think in Tamil Nadu, it's yeah. just all down to him, isn't it? Which is um, absolutely it admirable. Is. But we need more of those people around uh, the country. Um, any, sure. yeah, I mean. Y- you're, you're looking at, um, according to your uh, prediction, uh, Kripsa, uh Gokulam final, and that'll mm. be an incredible final. Mm. Are there any plans to get this live on TV and, you know, uh, in front of a mass audience? I don't think it'll be on the TV. Oh, it'll dear, be on oh, Facebook dear. like it's been live streamed. I don't think it'll come on TV. Because uh, had that been the case, I think they would have gone ahead with it for the semifinals as well. Um even last year, it was all on Facebook. And I think this year, it's going to be the same. It's going to be on Facebook. I don't think it's going to come on TV. And um, as a follower of Indian women's football, how how does that make you feel? Is it like, um, you know, what can you do? Is it like banging your head against a wall? That You need more coverage to get more uh, investment. It's like a catch-22. It's, it's a circle. 
you know it's um you need all of these factors for all of these factors to work mm-hmm. um you need to you need it on tv for people to follow it better i mean how many people would watch it on facebook exactly. on an average on an average if you see a live streaming of the iwl you'd see like 98 9900 people for all matches which is abysmal to say the least mm. in a population of 1.3 billion it's like a match is being watched by 100 people that's bad uh and so it needs to be on tv it needs to be promoted better i know um it'll require investment and maybe there won't be any returns for a long time but i mean i think that's pretty much the case with men's football as well and i honestly feel if you put investment in women's football in india the growth would be faster than men's football Yeah I I I agree with you and I'm uh, I've spoken about this on the pod before that I think our Indian women's mm. football team has got a better chance of reaching the World Cup final than the men's. Um yeah. when you look at the performances they put in uh with um maybe 20 30% of the resources that the men get in terms of support network and the leagues and what have mm. you their performance is you know incredible compared to what resources they have. And this Absolutely. is this is the confusing thing for me that uh, you know we've got all these young women putting in so much effort and they're not getting the support which is really really frustrating. I mean, I even looked at the um AIFF um website on uh, the women's mm. football and it's poor. It's very very poor in, and uh, the lack of information um is really disappointing and it's a pity you know that uh, the federations have joined and it's a combined men's and women's but you can see where the resource is going um it's it's something else that we want to talk about in later pods this year uh, because obviously mm. uh, we've got the indian women and uh, the um under 17 world cup uh, later in the year yeah. so i thought there'd be a lot more focus a lot more investment um and you said at the start you know the standard is a little bit lower than last year but the facilities yeah. and everything else was really poor last year um have we made any that effort that would be better this year yeah well that's that's good <laughs> that to hear that would perhaps be better this year yeah um a bit there was definitely a bit more effort put into it this year uh but i think the basic that you need here is a calendar without that i mean for any state association to also plan what to do with their respective state leagues and iwl qualifiers is difficult nobody can plan anything because there's no calendar last year the iwl happened in may this year it's happening in january february so if you don't have a calendar how do people plan anything yeah i think there was a so, uh, a case of gokulam having to rush their qualifiers i believe uh, uh tamil nadu women's league that was said yeah, yeah sorry said to yeah it was one of the yeah. south in yeah they had to rush because mm. the calendar came out so late um yeah who is responsible for this this is going right to the top of uh, you know is it profil patel or do we have a, a his equivalent looking after women's football a ceo or something like that i'm not sure i don't think his involvement is there that much um uh, but it's like um the states the state associations are obviously given the time frame when they have to complete the league 
so it's up to both so i feel even tamil nadu association were late to act mm. for whatever reason but they were late to act uh, and uh, but they had a whole discussion with aff before going ahead with the league and then suddenly the iwl like the estimated uh, time that iwl was supposed to start in was february early early february first week of february but it actually started in january itself so they also pushed behind right okay the league so i mean it's a clash i mean like we always say it's like everybody really has to sit together and you know work on this i mean unless everybody just gets together and start working on this it's not going to work because individuals cannot sit in different parts of the country and do everything yeah it has to be a collective effort yeah absolutely um what happens to the footballers after this this is a, the biggest tournament uh, supposed to be the biggest tournament the main tournament in our mm. domestic uh, structure what yeah. where, where do these women go now is it a question of you know what is the next tournament that they've got to look forward to is there one uh, nationals which will happen like in the later part of the year maybe uh, before the under 17 world cup or after it um and- so yeah even even after last year's iwl uh it was everything was There, there was nothing happening. I mean, um, even after the IWI, I spoke to all the clubs after some time, and none of them were really active. Uh, a few of them were playing, say, friendlies with a couple of teams, just trying to do something or trying to at least keep the girls in practice. But there's a lot of difference between playing internally and having any sort of real match practice competitive match practice so it's pretty much going to be the nationals it was the same last year and i think it's going to be the same this year because the focus is going to be on under 17 girls yeah yeah so the seniors are not really yeah no. i don't think they have anything to look forward to the nationals that is really disheartening i mean i know the uh, yeah. investment the national is- team players would obviously go for the national camp yeah uh but for the rest there's nothing and um i i know they've been uh, putting in the investment for the under 17 team i think they've gone to romania uh, for a short trip um but um the nationals is that state teams or that club teams uh state teams right so all these all these players will now disband and go and play for other teams yeah yeah right that is very strange i mean I I'm finding this out more and more when I speak about Indian sports and how they're structured and how they're organized and mm. um it's it's unbelievable in the 21st century that we can't get a league together um and um yeah because these girls do not like practice together at all before the IWL starts how do you expect them to have any sort of cohesion on the field unless they're all accomplished players in players in their own rights and you know they just get by somehow yeah yeah that's what i'm t- that's the reason that's the reason the standard is so low because if you're not playing together how do you play together yeah yeah and it's 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 like a, a pre-season tournament isn't it you get together for this one tournament Absolutely, and then yeah. then you go away and do your own thing and um unless you're lucky enough to be with uh, some of the teams you mentioned like um 
Cripsa uh, or Gokulam Setu, yeah, Cripsa, uh, yeah. Gokulam, that uh, they've got a bit of backing and um, support. Mm. Um, but we have to end on a positive note. I mean, we have got the four best teams. So I'm looking forward to the results. Yeah. I might not be able to watch uh, the matches, but I might be able to see the goals, hopefully. Um, yeah. And you've predicted your finalists, Cripsa um, uh, uh, and Gokulam. Um, how do you see? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's your Who's your pick for the uh, as champions? As champions, um, honestly, it's going to be really tough, but I'd go with Krissa, Um because I think their defensive line is pretty tight. And uh, I think their coach, Chauba, is smart enough to find uh, how to stop Gokulam attack. I mean, Shribumi pretty much showed how to do it. Uh, but they'll have... Uh, any team would have to be a little smarter because all Shribhumi did was park the bus. Uh, but obviously, that's not, that might not win you a game because you need to score as well. So, it's going to be a little... It has to be a little smarter version of it. But I think Shribhumi showed how to stop Gokulam and frustrate them. So, and I think Grifsa can execute it. So, I'd go with Grifsa. Well, there you go. It's going to be... It's out there now. And um, you've... Um... Uh, selected your team so we'll see how that pans out obviously um yeah hopefully we'll get a bit more coverage somehow and uh, these players will be rewarded accordingly for yeah, getting to the semi-finals and finals and winning the tournament and um mm. we can only hope i suppose that uh, things get better i mean we've heard this before a slight improvement in a couple of things but like i said in the last podcast whenever i talk about um women's football in india it seems to be one step forward three steps back not even two yeah um yeah so we'll see what changes in 2020 for indian women's football but abhirashma i can't thank you enough for coming on giving us a really good insight in terms of what's happened in the league and what you think will happen in the uh knockout stages so but i and, and hope we can uh, speak again because like i said um yeah, yeah it's got we've got the world cup um there's a couple of other topics i want to talk about as well on uh, indian women's football so we can take hopefully keep the conversation going th- this year yeah sure thank you so much for having me yeah no no thank you and have a great evening back home take care and thank you again Bye.